0: So here's a question. Is China on the brink of an economic downturn? For more, we're joined by China Insider David Zhang, who's in New York. David, great to see you as always. We're talking about this slowdown in the Chinese property market impacting the overall economy. We've now seen Evergrande as well. What has happened since that announcement that they'll essentially be filing for liquidation?
1: You're actually seeing a reflection in the Chinese stock market, which has continued to plunge, uh, I believe, in one of the indexes by 7%. In the Shanghai Stock Exchange, it's dipped down below 2,700 points. Uh, it's a because China's economy is so. So tied around the real estate sector, you're you're starting to see a lots of lots of uh, different sort of edges come out exposed, including the stock market. Uh, This is obviously a a downward trend because there's really China's buying a lot of time with its policies, but it hasn't been able to stop downward. So with the Evergrande situation, I believe I mentioned last time, it's tip of the iceberg because there are more than one real estate developers in China facing that type of uh, large amounts of debt and non-performing amounts of debt, in fact. So I think we're going to start to see more and more of the similar type of situation come out of China.
0: And obviously, with Chinese New Year coming up, there had been hope a lot of people would be traveling around. It's a real chance to catch up with family members and a huge uh, period where we see people moving around. Um, But we know that this time around, it's really different, right? We're seeing that um, people don't have as much money. Stories of people are catching the train, uh, taking 48 hours to get somewhere rather than the bus because it's a little bit cheaper. Um, It it really is starting to hit those working class and middle class Chinese workers um, in a way that China had Essentially, promise wouldn't happen.
1: Exactly. The middle class, they either lost everything in their stock market or they decided to not spend much money the working class uh, what china refers to as the lower end of the population uh they're unable to even make ends meet including buying travel tickets back to their hometown and uh this wasn't like this maybe 10 years ago obviously there were still the lower income population but uh you know i'm hearing stories of people unable to purchase a ticket or simply not going back for the holidays now the holiday travel in china is supposed to be the most busiest time of the year for, uh, just in general, the amounts of spending that should take place. And, uh, if this continues, we'll get the data afterwards, of course. Uh, but, but that looks to be a pretty scary, scary time.
0: And talk to us about, I guess, the rising debt levels in China, how they're actually looking to contribute to the potential economic downturn as well. We know so many countries, including the United States, are heavily indebted, but the U.S. is a very different situation in terms of sovereign currency compared to China. Um, talk to us about the rising debt level and what that will mean for, I guess, both the country's outlook, but also for things like um, other property development companies like Evergrande.
1: Yeah, the United States... Their debt is a very valuable asset to keep or to buy into because, you know, the economy is going to change and it's going to generate you money. But the Chinese debt, uh, what they're calling most of it in hidden local debt, is non-performing because they're simply invested into things like infrastructure or they're not tied to the overall economy in the sense that they can generate lots of money. So Chinese debt, it's really bad debt. And and, uh, because the state has long used printing money as a way to bail them out, it's only pushed the problem further away, not solve it. Uh, so at, at some point, it amounts to a huge amount of uh, money that needs to be paid back, but there's simply not enough to cover that in the current state of the economy. So as a miracle happens, there's simply not enough money in the system to, to really solve the issue. And that's just to end the, uh, whether that's an investment or whatnot, but there's also the stock market, the real estate. So I would say there's three heavy baggages that China has, or the Chinese government has to deal with, uh, and it doesn't have enough Well, what does
0: it mean for Xi Jinping, right? We we talk about what it means for the people, but what does it mean for Xi Jinping when we look at the global implications of decisions that were made during COVID, like the lockdown, that really has restricted the bounce back, restricted the growth. I mean, five years ago, we were talking about China taking over the United States economy. Now we're talking about global implications of a significant economic collapse.
1: Well, for Xi, it's honestly, frankly, just a slap in the face because the policies he's he's directed to project outwards that China's strong has backfired. Uh, it has driven away foreign investments. It has driven away partnerships. And so I think if he keeps this up, it's going to continue to backfire. And I fortunately don't see him turning back easily as he is the dictator and they don't, don't tend to uh, admit their mistakes easily.
0: That is very true. We know that well. David Jang from China Insider. Always appreciate your time here on Ticker. And of course, you can check out China Insider on YouTube and also on the web. We'll talk to you again soon, my friend.